Yo, what's going on? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Sorry, I was just carving down a snack, so I still got some food in my mouth. I'm talking about my mouthful. But it is Trivia Tuesday, and today, since we have the marathon trials coming up, we're going to play some Mar U.S. Marathon Olympic Trials trivia. Hopefully, it'll be nice and easy for you. It should be lots of stuff that you can guess. Uh, let me look at my answers. Only one of them do you actually have to name an athlete. The rest of them, you can just guess a number. That's the way that I phrased the question. So hopefully this should be kind of fun uh, for all of you guys that are playing and it'll get us a chance to think about the marathon trials, which for me are on top of mind. I've been obsessed with it for months now, probably since New York. Once I started thinking about CIM, I was like, my mind was all about the trials with a little pit stop in Houston, you know. But um, that's where I've been. Before we get to the game for today, though, let's talk to everyone listening in on the podcast, on the audio-only version. Hopefully you guys are stay safe out there today on this run. For me, I was going to kick off my marathon training block t today uh, with a workout. Get back in the swing of things. I've been just doing, I recovered for a couple of days. I rested a couple of days after Houston half marathon, and then I've been just running easy miles mostly on the treadmill because it's been brutally cold and today was supposed to be warmer maybe some snow but then i wake up and it's freezing rain and it's super slippery out really crazy slippery and so uh thought maybe not the right day hopefully tomorrow could be the day it might rain tomorrow too so i don't know we'll see we'll get to it eventually there's still plenty of time i'm it's not like i'm coming from couch to marathon so I, i'm not too worried about it I'm going to play it safe rather than sorry, and uh, we'll get to workouts when we get to them, but today it's super icy. So hopefully you're on a treadmill today, or hopefully the weather is nice where you are. And for everyone watching this later but not live, maybe you just came in from a, um, a rainy cold winter run. This is the best podcast to listen to with your laptop, on your lap, in bed, underneath the covers, as you're warming up after a hot shower. Leona did it yesterday. She said it was great, you know, so get cozy, snuggle in. This is, this is, this is the place to be. You're in the right spot. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see who we got here in the chat. Mark Peterson says, Ooh, it looks like seventies in rain for the marathon trials. Hopefully that rain moves in, in the next week and a half. I don't know. Who knows what will happen? Um, I thought it was supposed to be really hot this week and then cool off next week, but I saw kind of the same. I don't know if I saw rain in my forecast that I saw, but I still think we're really far out. Once we're like a week out, then I'll feel like, okay, now we can start paying attention. But um, I was listening to Matt Chittum on the Rambling Running Podcast today, and he was saying that people were telling him about Orlando, and we got people from Orlando in here. Is Mark Shankoko in here today? Is Drew here today? He's not. He's in Atlanta now, but he lived in Orlando for a long time. Grew up there. But he was saying, Matt Chittum was saying that for the weather forecast in Orlando, kind of like what you see is what you're going to get. It's not like uh, trying to fi figure out the weather for the Boston Marathon, for example, where it can change daily or the weather for Chicago even, where, you know, in the Midwest, Mark, you know, you're in the Midwest. Um, if you don't like the weather, wait a day, you know, so who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, John Askew says, did anyone see the new Wahoo treadmill on DC Rainmaker? It looks amazing, but a little pricey. $5,000. I did see that treadmill and I want it. I want it. I want it. Uh, because it does what I don't think any other treadmill on the market. It does a couple of things that I think no other treadmill on the market does. But one of the things it does, and I don't know if this is going to be a good thing or a bad thing that I would turn off, is that, um, it automatically adjusts the grade of the a treadmill based on what you're running in Zwift. And I feel like that would be super cool. Um, it goes up to 15% grade, which is more grade than I care for, <laughs> to be honest with you. But I suppose it could be useful for training. It goes down negative three. Um, yeah, and it can go up to four minute miles. Can you believe that? I don't, I, I wouldn't, I could not max it out net even for a little bit but it looks super awesome um and the tread pattern i love the tread it's got like the kind of the chevron tread pattern on it that the yahoo kicker does 
You know, it would look really nice in my basement next to my Yahoo kicker. Is that what I have? Yeah, the kicker. The, the, the little, not the full bike, but the one you put your own bike on. I have that one. I think it would be for a nice set. I don't know. I don't know. That's one of those things where like, I can't just like email and be like, hey, can you send me one of those? You know, that's, that's kind of, $5,000 is a lot. Um, Morgan the Running Guy says, hey, I got some five times 800 meter repeats in and then five miles afterwards. Nice. Getting ready for Surf City Marathon on the 4th. Where is the surf? What state is the Surf City Marathon? Is that in California or is that in Florida? Or am I completely off on that? I have no idea. And Zach James says, yo, what's going on? I had a five mile threshold workout last night. Ooh, felt too easy. And really feeling confident, confident for my first half marathon in a month's time. Nice. Really nice. Um, all right. Matthew Simmons says, yeah, the Wahoo Kicker run looks nice. The price tag though. Uh, I'm trying to think of how much we paid for our existing treadmill, which we've had for maybe about a year now. And I still, it's fine. It does everything I needed to do. We got like a Nordic track, something, something at like Dick's Sporting Goods. And I think we paid like 1300 for it. Um, I don't know. Here's the thing. I want to move it into the basement. Uh, but it's on the second floor right now, and it's super heavy. My dilemma is, do I move the existing treadmill, or do I just buy another treadmill and have it delivered to the basement? Maybe if I buy a treadmill, they'll take away the other one. Or is there a way that I could do that? I mean, I don't want to give it away, but I don't know. I can't really have... I suppose this is a house that could handle two treadmills. But probably not. That That'd be excessive, you know? Benjamin Erickson says a big problem my watch paused for half a mile on my last run how can I cope with a year of inaccurate data if you know it was a half mile just add a manual entry in Strava I think you could probably do it in all other the watch apps too just say half a mile and then estimate what the time was and just add it manually Adam says, I'm guessing Footsom's in is the last for every question. You're not going to have to name any names. Well, for the for one question, you are number five, but that's it. <laughs> mm, Carlos Grego says, yo, from New Mexico. It's 48 and cloudy here. Home with a sick kiddo today. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, but uh, 48 and cloudy sounds really nice. Cosmo Pineapple Michael says, my nephew lives in Orlando and I'm totally tempted to fly down and see the trials last minute. I'm excited for it. I, I think it's going to be, I've been, I've been telling you guys, I've been telling, we've been talking about on Relay a lot and I've been telling everybody like, this is the race of the year. As a, as a spectator, as a fan, this is the race of the year. Um, yes, there's other races with more stakes like the Olympics that the trials is sending people to. But in terms of like athletes, stories that I'm going to know, a roster of racers who I'm going to be familiar with, m at least many of their names. You know, I'm, not, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm not a super fan, though. So, like, if I watch, say, like, the Rotterdam Marathon, it's a fast race. Or if I watch um, Valencia, fast race, very exciting to watch. Do I know most of the athletes? Am I familiar with them? You know, who they are? I, no, I'm not. You know, and so, like, but this race... Like all the pro athletes that I follow, their careers, they're going to be there. And it's going to be really exciting. And we're not announcing anything yet, but pen, keep keep open a little spot on your calendar for 4.30 on Thursday. All right? So it should be fun. It should be really fun. Um, Calvin says, does Zwift have world marathon majors courses? Could you run Boston at home? That was my first thought when I was like, it does the grades for you. And I was like, mm, I don't know. It probably would have to license it from the BAA to do, be able to do that, to say it's the Boston course. But I feel like if you, I don't know this, can you create your own work? You can create your own workouts, right? In, 
in Zwift run. I, I only use it to run flat on the treadmill on an easy day when I use Zwift for running. So I actually don't know. But like if you could create a workout now that there's the Zwift run where it automatically changes the grade for you, you could program in an approximate grade, you know, to make it look like, and you could just call it heartbreak run. And it would be maybe just the hilly part, you know? So I feel, I, 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 you know, I thought, I thought about, I've been thinking about it a lot, you know? All right. Morgan, the running guy says the surf city is in uh, California, Huntington beach. Mm. That is a beautiful part of the country. Mm. Andrew Lou running. I think this is going to be the running question of the day. Andrew, Andre LeBeau says, can you suggest a half marathon shoe for a beginner? Yes, I can. I would suggest the Puma DV8 Nitro 2. I think that one's going to be a really great choice for you. You can do a lot of your training in it. You can do a lot of your workouts in it too. And uh, it'll be a great shoe for you to be able to race in as well. It's got cushion in there for even longer than taking it for the half marathon distance. Um, but it's got peppiness. It's got a carbon fiber plate, but it doesn't feel super aggressive like a racing shoe might. So I feel like that's going to be it. Mm. Daniel Burton says, I ran the 5K at Surf City. It's super fast. Nice. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Carlos Grego says, my Nordic fit through iFit will automatically adjust depending on the workout course. Need the lift, subs the iFit subscription though. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I didn't know that. I never, I have iFit, like if mine is, has that all that too. And I know that um, iFit or Nordic track, whatever, I don't know how they're related, but one of those two paid a lot to be able to have like the Boston Marathon course on the treadmill. I think it was like a big part of it. And there's like a video that goes along with it. I think that's a big reason why like the BAA has been the way it's been for a while because they, they paid a lot of money. They've been trying to protect that licensing. So, yeah. I th I forgot about that, that that was a thing. Maybe I'll try the iFit. We never tried it before. JC says, pay some young guys to move it. That's what I'm thinking. At this point, I may take it apart and see if my wife and I got it up the stairs. But I remember there was a lot of cursing and I think my back hurt for about two days. But that was before I started going to the gym. Now I'm strong. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I don't know. I could take it apart again. Not that it comes that much apart, but I could take it apart a little bit. I was worried about hurting my wife. I'm worried about like dropping it down the stairs and then it's going to be like that tool chest in Home Alone where it goes clung, 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 and just like makes all sorts of noise and explodes down at the bottom of the stairs. I feel like that's what's going to happen. So maybe I will. I, I was thinking we're going to have to hire some movers. All right. Eric Fenske says, yo, what's going on? Question. Can you fly with your gels and your carry-on? Prepping for Black Canyon. Want to bring race day stuff with on the plane in case of lost luggage? You can. I put my gels in my liquids bag. So uh, if you can fit all your gels in your quart size bag, then yes. Um, if not, then no. Uh, for Black Canyon, you're flying into Phoenix, right? Most likely, that's what I'm saying. So I would say like fit the, your favorite gels in your carry-on, in your quart size bag, if space is an issue for you. Put the rest of them in your check bag. If your check bag gets lost, you can still hit up a, a running store in Phoenix on the way up there, you know? So that's what how I, I would probably approach it. Um, personally, I'd probably, if I were going to check bags at all, I pro I, I've, oh, I mean, here, I'm probably jinxing myself, but knock on wood, uh, I've only been separated from my luggage twice. Once in a prior life, when I packed my suits away and I had to be in court that Friday, oh boy, that was not a good day. Um, and then in work, when I was in Chamonix for UTMB, one of my connecting flights, the luggage didn't make it there. And so that 
created quite a bit of a problem. It wasn't a huge deal because I wasn't racing, but um, I mean, I suppose as far as those kinds of problems could happen, it wasn't terribly bad. But, um, you know, I, I check my race shoes all the time. Oh, wait, you know what? One time, one time they did lose my luggage on the way back from, it was an international fight when I was in Malaga. I had like 900, I had, well, I had like $900. I had four pairs of like all like pre-production Asics shoes in my bag at once. Uh, yeah. And then they lost the luggage. It arrived later, but I was just like, oh boy, that, that's not going to be replaceable. I usually don't mind if they kind of like lose my luggage on the way home because I'm like, ah, I'm home. I got my stuff. They'll find it eventually and it'll get to me. But that one I was worried because I'm like, I, I need to review these shoes. So, I don't know. All right. Ernest Capagnon says, hey, Co. good afternoon. Which Max Cushion shoes do you prefer? Brooks Ghost Mask or the New Balance 1080 version 13? I think someone asked this exact question yesterday. Or was it with the glycerin? Either way. Brooks Ghost Max might be my favorite books daily trainer ever. I like the 1080 version 13 more though. Um, Brooks tend to be a bit on the firm side. I think that's kind of their, I don't want to say like, what's the right word? Like if it was like a restaurant, I'd say that's their flavor profile. It's not food we're talking about here, but you know what I'm saying? Like their shoes tend to be a little bit more firm and stable. Uh, and that's not usually my preference. So that's why Brooks, I'd say Solomon is generally kind of uh, analogous. Their firmness is a bit different, but they're a little bit on the firm side generally compared to what I like. Um, the Brooks Ghost Mask is one of their softer shoes, more enjoyable shoes in my opinion. Um, but I still like the 1080 version 13. It's very bouncy. I like it a lot. Jeffrey Alice says, I should buy one of the <laughs> Wahoo Runs. Is that what they're called? Is it called Wahoo Run? You have to buy one of those so I have a reserve treadmill. There we go. Yeah. Nick B says, are there treadmills that dynamically adjust the pace? That's part of the reason I don't like running on treadmills. I like to be able to speed up or slow down for heart, run, for heart rate. Um, yes. As a matter of fact, there is. It's called the Wahoo Run. Uh, if you watch DC, I, I don't know any of this stuff. Wahoo has sent me a watch before when they did the watch. But since then... I think they've been kind of radio silent. I think they, every once in a while, they'll send me an email when a Wahoo athlete does really well. They'll just give me like, they'll send, they'll email me a press release. But uh, watching DC Remakers video, I, I guess I should put it in the com. Can someone put it in the chat or in the comments to, um, so that way everyone can see it, the link for it. Although wait, if you guys do that, I don't know if YouTube lets you paste the links. I think I have to do it anyway. There is a sensor, like right near like where the crossbar is in the front, where your like belly would hit if you ran up too far, and it detects how far you are. If you run up closer to it in in dynamic mode, you can just regular run a regular mode too. But in dynamic, when you get closer to it, it speeds up. When you are moving further away from it, like you're trailing off the back of the treadmill, it'll slow itself down. So if you're looking at let's say a screen, you're watching, you're looking at Zwift, you see your pace, you see your heart rate. There's also, you know, all the normal screens to show that information on the treadmill itself. But if you're getting the Wahoo Run, you're probably doing it with Zwift. So if you're looking at Zwift and you're looking at your heart rate and all of a sudden it gets, it changes from the orange color to red, you can back off off of the front of the treadmill and it'll slow down automatically. It's kind of cool. I like that a lot. Um, Eric A says, can you move it with a dolly? I could, but, uh, there's not that far for it to go before it has to hit a really big flight of stairs. And then I get a not far for it to go before it has to hit another really big flight of stairs. And the dolly, I don't think would help us that much. And, uh, let's do two more and then we'll play the game. Um, Crunchy says, hire a task rabbit to move that treadmill. I mean, if I lived in the city, I think there'd be, I don't know. I don't know if even there are people that are task rabbiting out here in Crystal Lake. We'll have to see. Um, and Steve says, yo, what's going on, Co? Can I get a bell ring for the 10K PR Saturday, 56.16? Steve, absolutely. Steve's having a good year. Congratulations. PR at Chicago Marathon, PR in the 10K. 
It's inspiring, Steve. Great job. All right. Uh, let's play the game. I'll show you really quick kind of like what I'm looking at here. Um, but I will say, you know, let's uh, be on the honor system. No cheating. So we've got the athlete bios here that are on the page uh, for the men. Marathon times qualifiers, women marathon times qualifiers, and then also men and women for half marathon times qualifiers. I'm going to go off the men's marathon times qualifiers. And most of the questions are based on these photos that are in here. Uh, from what I understand, in order to get on here, you had to one, qualify for the US Olympic marathon trials. And then two, when they sent like the questionnaire for your athlete bio, which has fun stuff like, well, let's just click into one. Let's look at Clayton Young's, you know, it has like just general like facts and stuff, but you can post something about interesting story. Um, you could talk about your favorite running memory, things like that. And also you submit, I think the athletes themselves submitted the photos that they wanted to have appear for them. And so, for example, one of the questions that I said, which would be, the example was like, how many athletes submitted a photo of not themselves, but their dogs, right? Um, that, that would be an example of the caliber of the question that I'm going to be asking today. And the answer to that is, uh, let me show it to you, it is just one. It was, here we go, Josh Azuski showing pictures of his two dogs. I'm assuming those are his two dogs. Would be really weird if they weren't actually his dogs. But I'm assuming it was Josh Azuski's two dogs that he submitted for his athlete profile photo in his second time going to the trials. So there we go. And you know what? It says his favorite post-race indulgence is spending time with my dogs. And his great accomplishment is <laughs> running my dogs in agility. <laughs> and his current highlights, he wrote, so many. <laughs> His favorite running memory, guess what? Running with my dogs. So there we go. Uh, uh, Josh Azuski, who has quickly become now my crowd favorite. Uh, I hope he wins just so that way he... Um, can talk more about his dogs. <laughs> uh, Daniel Burton says, I see him in the back of the tunnel. Is he in there? Is he in there? No, he isn't. I don't see him back in the tunnel. No, I just think that's his dogs. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Gang Duran says, you know what? I now have a favorite athlete. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think that's amazing. I think it's amazing. I think that also happened last time too in 2020. For the Atlanta trials. So someone said that. Uh, someone, had, I don't remember, I don't recall that happening from last time. But yeah. So uh, you can take a look at the profile pictures if you want. But try not to cheat when you answer these questions. All right. Here's question number one. Remember, there's no points in those prizes. Uh, and also, there's no wrong answers. Okay. On the men's marathon side, um, how many? Clayton's are there. I think probably everyone can guess like Clayton Young, who we already just looked at, right? How many other Clayton's are listed in the men's marathon trials side? Any guesses? Any guesses? Remember, try not to cheat. Um, Steve guesses three, getting to run three. Uh, a lot of people will guess three Clayton's. <laughs> Uh, Sacred Dreamcast has over 9,000 Claytons. The correct answer, I think William Wong is the first one that had it. Two. There's two Claytons, but you're never going to guess who the other Clayton was. The other Clayton is, uh, first you got Clayton Young. The other Clayton is CJ Albertson, who listed his name as Clayton Albertson, which begs the question now. I didn't care before. If you are a person that goes by initials for your name, I'm cool with that. I'm not going to dig any further. But now that we know he's Clayton Albertson, I bet you it's Clayton James, right? I feel, yeah. I feel like it's got to be um, that. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's funny about this is that, so uh, on this, uh, 
one of the questions is if your first trials qualification he says no i think other people wrote in when their first trials one was so that, i think that's interesting um and uh look at this one favorite breakfast egg burrito he he is from fresno you know so that makes sense a little breakfast burrito action coming from uh clayton albertson I, i'm guessing he probably doesn't like that has i don't he, he probably uh if he goes by cj he probably doesn't like to be called clayton so we'll just say cj you know uh <laughs> calvin says when did you first qualify cj no <laughs> oh man i i love i love that guy i i love that guy um uh, Lawrence Lawrence Ha says CJ's almost from Clovis, California, but Fresno is more well known. Okay, I appreciate that. I want to get it right. Um, he's always described himself as being from Fresno, but I know how it goes. Like if no one knows where your town is, it's easier to say like the ne nearest big town. Um, oh, Jonas Heck says, "What a bad idea to let them choose the pick." I think what a great idea. This is good for the sport. I'm very sure. Very sure it's good for the sport. All right. Question number two. All right. Uh, we've already gotten a little preview at some of the photos. Some of the pictures are them with themselves. We just saw CJ's. It's with one of his kids, right? So my question number two is, on the men's marathon time qualifier side, how many men provided photos with a baby in it? Sometimes, and I'll say baby loosely. It could be a child. And if there's two kids in the in the photo, I'm going to count that as one photo with a baby or babies in it. But how many men, how many men do you think um, posted photos, uh, for, submitted profile photos where they're with presumably their own babies? So like, I, I've never seen CJ's kids before, but I'm pres presuming that's one of CJ's kids. You know, there's some other ones. A lot of them are race photos, you know, uh, finish line photos, that kind of thing. There are some with babies. How many? How many do you think have babies? All right. Um, all right. Let's see. Where did it start? Oh, it started back here. You got <laughs> I, the the thing is, uh, it's it's funny because whenever I ask questions where it's just guess a number, you guys are really good at guessing numbers. Steve says nine. Nine of the men. I think I, that uh, that seems high. Eric says eight. Pat says six. Andrew says seven. Daniel Estrella says ten men submitted photos with babies. I see it as getting to run had it first with five. I counted five. I mean, I could have counted wrong, but I did count twice. Five men posted provided profile pictures with presumably their children in them. CJ Albertson, Zachary Ornelas, Mitchell Klingler, Matt Rand, and Bradley Taylor. They all provide pictures. Uh, with babies in, in them. So, yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, all right. Now, I thought I had a question number three. Oh, okay. Here's, uh, I didn't type it in correctly. All right. Now, let, for this one, uh, we're going to go over to the women's side. All right. And on the women's marathon time qual qualifier side, how many Sarahs are there? And I'm counting Sarahs with an H or without an H. How many Sarahs do we think? Now I can think of like, you know, Sarah Hall, Sarah Vaughn. But considering that Sarah was a very popular girl's name at a certain point in time, which may or may not happen to coincide with prime women's marathon racing, how many Sarahs do you think that there are? Uh, at least according to counting on the profile that are on that page. Let's see how many we think. Mm. <laughs> Scuba says 32. <laughs> Fat Hicks says 67. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, Mark Peterson says in the 90s, this question would be how many Jennifers? Exactly, exactly. Uh, I feel like in the future, it might be like how many Terrans? Um, <laughs> Louis says without with an H or without I'm counting both with and without H's 
Eric says, I see, I see your CJs and Rage 29 service. <laughs> and Martha says, when I was growing up, this would be Susie and Janie. See, for my age, it would be Mike, you know? But there, there aren't, there are, I think that, I think, uh, Ali Fowler posted some stats from the media guide and she was saying, I think there are 10 masters runners this year on the men's side. Um, all right. I don't know where the numbers really started, but let's see who's the first one that I can think of that might've had it. Um, the correct number that I have is, I have to double check on that. Uh, Eric had it right. Four. I had four Sarah's. Two without an H, Sarah Hall and Sarah Vaughn, and then two with an H, Sarah Ryder and Sarah Pagano Buchanan. Four Sarahs. I, I really thought there would have been more. I'm not disappointed or anything. I'm just saying, I thought there were going to be more. When I made the question, I was like, oh, this is going to be a lot. I was like, you guys thought it was going to be a lot. 32. <laughs> Can you imagine? If there were 32 Sarahs, when you go to Orlando, you could just yell, Sarah! And a tenth of the field would turn around. <laughs> More than <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, Cobalt Blue says I see six. Did I count them really that wrong? Sunny, huh? Sarah oh, I didn't see Sarah Lopez. Sarah Ryder, Sarah Bergano, Vaughn. I didn't see Pisani or Lopez. Oh, so was it six? Ah, oh, I stand corrected. How did I not see those? I thought I saw them all. Um, all right. Six is the answer. Six is the answer. So whoever had sixes, you know, we're good. Ah. <laughs> Lawrence says you have to let all the profiles load. No, I did let all the profiles load. I went all the way down to Tammy Sue. Uh, she came, a lot of people came in at, Oh, she's the only one on 237 on the dot. But yeah, I think because hers was chip time and her gun time was after that. Maybe that's why she comes in at 237. Um, but yeah, so there was that. Maybe I missed, I may have just missed it. Mm. All right. Um, and here we go. Question number five. See, I feel like this would be a fast one today. Um, all right. And this one is going to be harder. And this is when we're going to have to actually name names. And if you want to look at the lists, you can for this one, if you happen to be looking at them. But number five, uh, I know of one on each, both the men's side and the women's side. Name one man or one woman who is running, but is not listed on these lists. Hmm. I found I found this out. I did talk to the per one of the people that were, weren't on the list, coincidentally. And that person was like, I didn't submit a bio. And that's why I'm not on there. See, I would have thought that they would have been able, like, whoever made this, who was it? The Orlando2024trials.com, whoever made this site? I'm guessing it's a USATF-run website. But whoever made it, I would have guessed that they would have just, like, filled it in, no profile picture, and whatever blank information that they knew, you know? But I don't know. There's two people. There's at least two people. There's probably a lot more. But there's at least two people that did not submit bios and so we don't know that they're not on the list uh lauren toss says will ferrell jonas hex says casey Neistat. these are these are fun these are fun ones um adam says footsome i think footsome's on there isn't he let's go to the men's side um let's bring it up is footsome on here footsome oh footsome's not on here nice catch no, he's right there. Why isn't he? Look, he's right here. Footsom's in Selassie right there. How come when I did a search for him, he's not there? F -E -T. Oh, there we, there we go. I just did it too fast. See, Footsom's there. He's there. Um, let's see who else. Mark says Steve Pre. No. Scuba Sun says Peter Bromka. Uh, unfortunately, no. He's not. He will be around. Um, but um, he might be at that thing I told you to leave your calendar open at 4.30 on Thursday for. Uh, William Wong says, Sage Candidate. I don't I don't think Sage is coming. Uh, okay, Adam says the website is from the local organizing committee. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, Cobalt Blue said they should still just have their name. It's an odd choice to not list all the athletes. I think so too. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, but 
the people that I that I know of that are not. I mean, let me double check here real quick. But for the women, I know that Laura Thweet is not on there, and she said that it's because that's how I know because she, she's like, um, yeah, I didn't submit an athlete bio. And then let me double check now. I think the whole. I oh got Let me load up this whole page just to make sure I got everyone on here. Um, but the other one is Jake Riley. I don't think Jake Riley's on this list either. So, yeah. So those are two athletes uh, on each side. People that are running, and I have I have not confirmed with Jake Riley, but he just posted something on Instagram like either this morning or yesterday evening, saying that he's ready. And uh, Laura Three has been in Orlando for a little while, so she's there. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Brian, maybe maybe no is the right answer to to the is this your first trials qualification? I don't know. Um, I would have written like the date or the city, you know. Um, but maybe I'm maybe I'm re- I'm I'm not a pro athlete. They know more than I do. Maybe I just read it wrong. You know. Um, yeah. So there we go. There we go. Um, that's it for the game today. I hope you guys had a good time. I didn't have enough time to make any bonus questions, but I just really enjoyed seeing all their faces in like, in a Facebook, you know, um, kind of thing. So I just really enjoyed that. You guys, I'm gonna take a break to eat this other Twix here. I'm super hungry, but yeah. Stevie 76 is Herm runs. Well, Martha says 4.30, what time zone? 4.30 on the Eastern time. It's not going to be, it'll be a live event, but it won't be broadcast live. You'll be able to hear it later. I think that would be too complicated to make it a live live stream, but it will be a live event. 4.30 in Orlando. I'd say you can maybe put it in pen. Most likely pencil. We'll have more finalized details tomorrow. Maybe the next day. Yeah. Mm. Jonas Hack says, what's your favorite post-run snack? Mm, I usually like cookies. Like a chocolate shake, like a protein shake, and like uh, cookies are usually pretty good. Mm. Although if I if I've been eating a lot of gels, I usually don't want anything too sweet. I kind of want something salty. So sorry about all the chewing noise for those of you guys are listening, but. I was reading somebody in the comments too. I think I, I think I just zoned out there for a second, guys. I think I was just busy eating candy and reading your all your comments. Um, Daniel Stray says, "Great Hab Cheney interview co Bandit came out with one right after ahead of the curve." Yeah, I don't I don't know what happened with that. He told me that the Bandit thing was coming out on Monday. I mean, we, we had already scheduled an interview, and I wanted to interview him today. But he's like, my schedule really is easier if you do it on the weekend. So I was like, okay. So I interviewed him on Saturday. And uh, I was like, hey, you've been working with Bandit, right? I've been seeing you in some of the background and a lot of the reels and stuff. He's like, yeah. Like, he's like, I'm going to be in one coming out Monday. So I was like, all right, well, I'll post the interview Monday then. Because then hopefully there'll be the thing about you on Bandit. And then people will want to learn more, maybe Google search your name, and then the interview will come up. Hopefully it still works out that way for him. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a good kid. I had a conversation, Tim and Rossi and I had a, a very brief exchange about him too over, over DMs. Um, we're excited about, about that guy, you know? Um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, can't, I can't wait to see him race. Uh, he's, he says he's fit. He thinks he's in 211 shape. Um, he says Christian Allen is in 211 shape, maybe faster too. And I didn't know that Christian Allen was shooting for 210 pace at CIM. 
that's why he was leading for 20 miles. And then he ended up with a two four ended up you know, with a two fourteen. Um, yeah. So cool. Um, Super Engine said, "I had a banana and sushi after my long run on Saturday, and it was surprisingly wonderful." That sounds gross. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just don't like bananas and sushi. I love to eat sushi. Um, I consider it like a snack or an appetizer, though. A lot of the time, I just never get full off of it. There's something about it that's frustrating. Um, Vanessa says, I say, if you're late submitting your run profile, then you are required to submit a photo either with a baby or a dog before we let you compete. <laughs> you know, there was one person, only one person had a cat, um, which I found interesting. I'm like, hmm, all these marathon runners, only one cat? That was a surprise. And can I tell you what, guys? Have you guys seen those reels going around where those two cats are meowing at each other and it's always like a conversation and one of the cats looks really sad? Like that one, there's like an orange tabby cat and then like a, I want to call it gray, but I'm colorblind, a brown cat. And they talk to each other and people have putting, been putting like different dialogue on top of it. Every time one of those comes up, I'm absolutely enthralled by it. I just, lo I just love that. I don't know if I'm a cat person or not really anymore. But like, that makes me want to get a cat. <laughs> Daniel Burton says, Co, what do you think of the Cumulus 25? I think it's great. I prefer it over the 26, I think, because I think that the 25 is more of a chill, max cushion, relaxed shoe. The 26 is trying to be more of a daily trainer shoe with more cushion in it, and it's just not as mushy. And for a max cushion, relaxed shoe, I want mushy. Pat Hicks says, do you run every day? Also, how many miles do you run in a year? I do run every day. Every once in a while, I'll take a recovery day. Sometimes it's planned. I'd say about half the time that I don't run in a day, it's not planned. Most of the time when I don't run in a day, it's because there's an airplane flight involved. Um, and uh, how many miles do I run in a year? It varies. It's been increasing over the years. Last year, I ran, I think, 3,100, which is the most I've ever run. Uh, Steve Zabrowski says, Christina Welsh, who is my neighbor here in St. Pete, will be running O-Town. Did a 2.33 in Houston last year and really didn't even have a coach. Excited to see her perform. Can you imagine that, guys? It's like, so I, we're talking about Habtabu Cheney, who I interviewed over the weekend. He graduates from college, decides to hop into Grandma's Half Marathon, doesn't have a coach, and ran a 63.19, 20 seconds off the standard. Steve's neighbor, Christina Welsh, runs a 233 marathon without coaching. I just, it's a, that's amazing. I don't, I don't even understand. You know what else is amazing? Did you guys see Emily Sisson? I, I mean, em, Emily Sisson is either feeling incredibly, I feel like Emily Sisson is a very humble person, but the way she's been posting on, on Instagram, I feel like this is as much as, as trash talk as she'd ever get. I mean, I don't know who, who knows. I feel like all these women are super fiery at this level. You gotta be super competitive. You know what I mean? So maybe, maybe in the trenches they're not, but I just feel like she's not the one to like trash talk, but I feel like all the Instagram things she's been posting is like her version of it. Anyway, she posted, she's been down in Orlando, I think for a long time. She posted something about her, I think it's Koros she's sponsored by. And she showed what her stats were from a recovery run. She was running seven minute, 12 second miles and her average heart rate was 119 or seven minute, 19 second miles and her heart rate was 112. Something like that. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. These are not humans. This is, this is something out there. Mutants are among us. This is it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, Brian Albrecht says, Co, have you made any trials predictions? Uh, not really. I mean, we did a draft for a relay. I don't know if that's out yet. Um, we drafted like a bunch of us. We did like a fantasy football kind of draft. So I, I don't remember who's on my team. Um, oh, I have uh, on the men's side, I have 
Clayton Young and Nico Montanez to ASIC's voice as my top two picks. Um, and then I'm trying to remember who my third pick is. I picked up Sid Gidabuday and Parker Stinson, so I've got a little roots running. I have three others. I don't, I don't remember who else was in the middle there. Um, Jackson Neff, I think I picked up as well. Um, yeah, two mothers. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think that I, I don't think that I will make any predictions of who I think my top threes are going to be until we get to less than seven days out. Maybe I'll make a prediction on like Monday or Tuesday <clears throat> because I think that like um, there's just there's a lot that can happen in the next couple of days announcement wise. So we'll see. Mm. All right, let me scroll down and try to catch up with you uh, guys in the chat here. Eric says, speaking of heart rate, my heart rate keeps Flatlining on my runs ever since it got cold. There is always about halfway through a point where it just stops reading. Anyone have a solution? Uh, I think it's because, like, for me, that happens sometimes um, just because uh, my skin gets cold, I think, after a while. And, like, it's just not reading as well. The solution would be, like, if I'm assuming you're using a watch, Eric, to switch to um, either something that is optical but higher up on the wrist where it's a little bit warmer or a chest strap. If you are using a chest strap, you might need conductive gel to be able to make it work, you know? Mm. Pat Hicks says, I think it would be cool if the runner's shoes pop up next to their name while you are watching the Olympics. I think that would also be cool. I think that would also enrage people. Like, I think that there is a really strong sentiment out there right now of people that are very excited to not have to talk about shoes um, in marathons anymore, you know? And I just feel like those are the people that hated talking about shoes before. It's, in, I mean, maybe they didn't hate talking about shoes, but it always seems to be that the people that are most vocal um, about not wanting to talk about shoes during marathons for example, are the people that did very well in legacy media before there were shoes to talk about. And that means a couple of things. Like that means they probably know a real large, vast amount of knowledge about the athletes and about the races. So I'm not saying these are people that don't know and are like can't, aren't capable of talking about the shoes. It's just, it just seems to be a very universal thing. And it used generally these people that are older that don't want to talk about the shoes. I find the shoes to be fascinating. I feel like it's a fun part of the, of the sport. But I, I would like it. I think that they should at least just put a little logo for what, who they're sponsored by, you know? And if they're sponsored by like, like I would love to be sponsored by Beyond Meat and have their little logo. It's a cow wearing a cape. Like, can you imagine if that was by your name as you're racing? That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Or imagine if at that point you're just sponsored by Burger King and there's like a Burger King or like a McDonald's arches next to your name <laughs> when you're racing. <laughs> or like if you're sponsored by Ben and Jerry's and there's just ice cream cone, <laughs> you know, that'd just be really funny. Um, but, you know, track is one of those sports where they love to maintain the illusion of the unpaid pure amateur you know and they like hate to bring all any any sort of um logos into things except for the ones that paid the most so it's i don't think it'll ever happen i think it'd be fun but Mark Peterson says, if Amazon Prime ran the trials, they'd for sure post a link to buy the shoes next to the athlete. There would also be a thing that says, you know, if you want to buy these, just say, hey, Alexa, buy, send me those shoes. <laughs> It'd be some sort of weird audio vo voice prompt like that, where you could buy them just by saying, send me those. <laughs> uh, remember when everyone thought that was going to be the future? I'm glad that wasn't the future. Maybe it will be, but I don't know. Lawrence Haas says, level the playing field and make every runner run in Clifton's. I stop at Clifton's, make them all run barefoot. 
Mm. All right, Jonas Hex says, Nova Blast 4 versus 1080 version 13. Decision is killing me. Two things. One, I pick the Nova Blast 4. Two, pick one. They're both great. They're both similar. So, like, you're not giving up a lot one way or the other. It's not like you're picking two very different types of shoes and one's going to really work for you and the other one's going to be miserable. They're both going to be really great. You're going to like them both. I think the 1080 might be a little bit more expensive. But, you know, it's... Like, don't don't overthink it. If you need to, go to a, short, a shoe store and try them both on. See which one you like more, you know? But just know that, like, you're not going to make a wrong choice. Buy the one, run a bunch of miles in it, have fun, and then when you're done with that one, buy the other. So, you know. Keith C says, I'd like to get a, a Ben & Jerry sponsorship. Wouldn't that be nice? What would be your flavor? I don't know. I don't even, I'm not even that, I, we don't eat a lot of Ben & Jerry's because we don't buy a lot of ice cream because of our peanut allergy in our household. So I'm not that familiar with Ben and Jerry's flavors, but um, they had like a Kaepernick flavor. I'd probably just be whatever that is. Let me get them of that. Mm. Tony says, you just set up my Alexa. <laughs> hey, Alexa, buy Tony some more toothpaste. Buy it now. Buy 10. <laughs> Um, I think that like, uh, Richard Wilson says, I used to joke that I was sponsored by my local thrift store, thrift store where my wife kept buying me cycling jerseys. Well, that's nice that your, your, your thrift store has cycling jerseys. That's amazing. I think that if I, you know who I would love to be sponsored by just a local pizzeria. I just, I, I really, I've, I've talked about this for a long time. That'd just be great. Like, can you imagine like like if you were done with it, you know, and they're like, all right, how'd it feel out there today? How'd it go? It looked like you two were neck and neck. I'd be say, first off, thanks to Giorgio's. The pizza's absolutely fantastic. You know, go Thursday night, two for one appetizers. But really, you know, it came down to really who wanted it more. And to me today, that was me. You know, uh, Richard Wilson says, so not instead of hello, good dog, uh, now instead of good, hello, good dog, we'll have, Hey Alexa, bye. <laughs> that would be funny if people actually accidentally have stuff show up at their door because of that. Mm. Martha says, I'm certain you could get sponsored by a local pizzeria. If you talk to someone who knows who you are, I mean, maybe that'd be just kind of funny. Um, I think the closest that I ever, ever came to anything like that though, and maybe the reason why I'm so enamored with this idea is because my, the first team that I was ever on in little, little league, um, was we were the rise and shine Raiders, the baseball team. I think I must've been in like, I think I was in fifth or sixth grade and, uh, rise and shine diner, which I love diners. Yeah, I'm from New Jersey. Everyone does. Um, not not that just New Jerseyans do, but it's 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 a cultural thing in, in New Jersey. Everyone goes. Like three doors down from where the ballparks were that we played was the Rise and Shine Diner. And so like every year they'd sponsor the uniforms. The team would take a picture in the uniform and they would hang it up in the diner. We'd go to the diner a bunch. It was great. It was great. That was that was that was peak sponsorship. It would have been like 1990, maybe. <laughs> maybe 1991. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Go running with offices. With all the business you gave Lou Malnati's, they should sponsor you. I mean, that'd be great too. I I, I do. So like Lou Malnati's is great because they have the space for us to do the Chicago Pizza Shakeout. Um, and, uh, it's actually the pizza that we eat a lot, um, because they are peanut friendly or peanut allergy friendly. You know what I mean? So, 
Pat Hicks, says, Pat Hicks says, my wife is from New Jersey and loves diners. We don't have any small diners in West Virginia, so she's always looking for them. I know, you know, it's it's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, there are diners in the Midwest, for example, but it's just not the same, and they're not like kind of treated the same. There is a nice family restaurant in Crystal Lake that feels very much like a diner. It feels legit. You know, the ladies that are the servers there clearly have been there for a long, long time. It's family owned. I feel like the daughters and her friends from high school are the hostesses at the place. Um, it's got a giant menu laminated. You know, the coffee comes in those like diner cups and the cup coffee tastes like diner coffee. You know, a little bit watery and burnt at the same time. It's just, what's not to love? It's great. Eric says, Pequod's for the win. I don't know. So like Pequod's is good pizza, but like Pequod's with a crispy crust, it strikes me more of a Detroit style than it is a Chicago style. Just, I don't know. Or maybe it's a hybrid. For the longest time, I thought it was a Detroit style pizza place. And people were like, it's really great Chicago style. And I was like, what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know anymore. <laughs> Martha says, remember when Chicago, Chicago pizza was code for being in trouble? <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. Uh, Michael I says, Cole, loving the shirt. Is there a logo design on the back at all? Found it online, but little info. No, it's just this. So Mar I got this from Martinez. He was at, he had a booth at the uh, Houston Marathon Expo. And it's just this. And the design continues on the back, but there's no logos or designs or anything. So there is like more of this tie-dye slash marbling. But yeah, uh, it's a nice heavy shirt. I like heavy cotton. But I thought it would be a bit a bigger of a cut. It just seems like a regular cut. So like if you want it to fit a little bit bigger, I, I normally wear mediums. This fits me like a normal medium. Um, but some of like the other casual wear that seems to be more pop more popular cut these days is to make it, you know, what's old is new again. Like how clothes used to fit when I was buying them in like the 90s where everything was intentionally oversized. So if you want it to fit bigger, get a large. This is how the medium fits on me, like a regular medium. Mm. Matt Legrand here says, Yoko, what's going on? Matt, have you seen, have you had a chance to try the new Wahoo Run thing yet? Is, is DC Waymaker the only one who got a look at it? Did anyone else? Oh. And let's do this one and then we'll end for today. Jake Staple says, do you use any recovery specific powders, scratch and tailwind? Um, I've used them both. I like them both quite a bit. Um, I like Tailwind because you can get it both in a big bag, but you can also get it in the sleeves. So when I'm traveling, those are really nice to have. Scratch, I think, I don't know if Scratch Recovery comes, their protein shakes come in single serve, but I do like to buy the chocolate flavor in the big bag. The price per serving is really nice. The flavor is nice and it dissolves pretty easily. So like Scratch and Tailwind are probably two of my favorite recovery uh, proteins to have but when it comes to like a recovery specific powder i just drink a protein shake if it's got a little bit of sugar in it even better um right now i'm going my, my wife will go through i don't know why she, i don't ever see her drinking them i don't know if she's buying them for me or what but every once in a while in the pantry there'll be the kos kos i don't know if it's kos kos or what that uh plant-based protein powder so we've got a couple of tubs of that at home that I'm getting through. And those are pretty good too. Again, dissolve pretty easily, taste pretty good. I usually like chocolate. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Matt says he hasn't tried it. The the Wahoo Run. He says Wahoo doesn't talk to me as much anymore. Same over here. It's it's a shame. I'd really like to try that. I really want to try that treadmill. I wonder if there's anyone around here that I can go hop on there that has it. I don't know. Hmm. All right. I think that's going to be it for today, guys. Tomorrow, no video. The next video that I'm working on is the Novo Blast 4 after 100 miles. What, this one over here. That's why all the, a lot of these shoes are gone. And a lot of these shoes are gone, too, 
because I am, I told you I'm building this, I'm built, I didn't tell you, I'm building a new set over there. That's why we're moving the treadmill down here. Got another set coming up. Uh, so I had a lot of shoes on the floor and stuff too, but I'm also just moving a lot of shoes over that way. Whenever I can get some movers in here to help me with that treadmill, we'll get that set up. But in the meantime, the next time I see you guys is going to be tomorrow's live stream. It's Wednesday. Bring your dogs. Bring your dogs. I got something fun planned for tomorrow. So bring your dogs to the live stream tomorrow. You're going to love it or they're going to hate it. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see tomorrow. Okay. All right. Until then, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.